Welcome to Beyond the Data, a podcast produced by Rails. I'm your host, Jamie Vinkel. This podcast is all about fintech, and as the title alludes to, the people beyond the data. In this podcast, we'll bring in industry experts from FIs, fintechs, people from customer success to engineers, and everyone in between, so we can learn as much as possible about this industry and grow together. This week, we're talking about financial ratios and whether or not Air Jordans are still cool. You might recognize our guests from previous episodes. We have... Uh, Patrick Savary, Director of Data Science. And also... And Grisaf Tsukalas, Senior Quantitative Developer. So we can jump right into it. So why financial ratios? Why are they so important to uh, a small, medium-sized business's um, health? And financial health, and, and why is it important for us to, to have that service and option here at Rails? Yeah, it's a very good question. Um, I, I often think of financial ratios as the, the, the heartbeat um, of a business. Uh, they, they are the thing that, um, you know, much like the human body um, with you know, the, the, the various functions, uh, they are the thing, the, the, uh, the indicators that um, are able to paint a picture um, of the, um, uh, the trajectory, the momentum, and the health of your, uh, of your business. Um, not just its, its, its financial um, uh, health, but, but also uh, in, in many ways uh, the, um, the, 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 the aptitude um, or the ability of, 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 your, of your product in terms of meeting the, the needs of, of your uh, users or, or customers. Yeah, I would agree to that. Uh, financial ratios are essentially the backbone of any type of analysis that usually is being done uh, with respect to a company. And like Pasa said, not limited to financial analysis. Uh, they also tell a lot about the structure of the company and how it performs and how it operates in general. No, that that's great and makes perfect sense to me. And I try to remember my my personal experience with financial ratios is just a finance class I had in university where I had to memorize all the equations and and it just drove me nuts but super important kind of wish I had a cheat sheet at the time but can we dive in a little bit more about the different types of ratios maybe not all of them but what can we give a, a little overview of maybe you know the top ones that we uh, we we use here at rails to, to help our customers out there is um, there's one particular ratio uh, that, that, that I think is is absolutely critical uh, from the perspective of a financial institution um, that uh, is is interested in 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 making funding available uh, to a, a small and medium sized business and um, uh, that is the probability of default ratio the the probability of default ratio. Um, is, is probably one of the most prominent of the ratios um, in our um, uh, uh, tool set here and is really designed um, to, to give you a sense of the, the, the chances of a particular uh, business in a given industry of, of succeeding and succeeding within a certain um, uh, window of time. And so um, we have something called the distance to default, um, and and uh, these two uh, these these two 
uh, you know, measurements uh, together um, are, are used to, um, actually one depends on the other, um, are used to give you um, um, a, a better sense of, of just how uh, reliable uh, a, a given business's uh, trajectory is uh, in, you know, in terms of, you know, making it through the next three, four, five years. So that's that's uh, that's certainly one of the um, uh, one of the you know more important ratios that that we depend on. Um, the other um, is is this uh, what we call return on assets, and um, uh, re return on assets is is designed um, to again uh, to give you a, a picture of, a, of the financial health of of, of a business. Um, uh, in in comparing uh, the, uh, the 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 various um, accumulated debt or, or or the 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 outstanding obligations that you have on debt, uh, in addition to you know things like uh, depreciation and amortization and and taxes owed, um, as a ratio of your your total assets um, in. Um, uh, in, in ownership um, at your company, um, and uh, it, it too is 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 able to uh, give you a better picture of uh, the just just how profitable your um, your, your business is. Um, there there are a number of other ones that um, you know we we classify as as uh, related to either profitability or or efficiency or uh, the the liquidity of, um, um, of of your business and so um, there's I mean there's like you know thirty or forty. Well, I would like to focus more on the liquidity family, let's say, of ratios. So all the ratios that are falling under the liquidity umbrella, and I would actually pinpoint that because it's important for small businesses that are mainly uh, CAS-operated to examine those financial ratios. Um, usually, those liquidity ratios in CAS-operated business will be very different than other traditional larger businesses. So providing this particular data, um, I think it's important both for the FIs and the small businesses. The FIs have now a pool of data that they can easily benchmark a company against it, its peers. And the small businesses can have um, that particular set of ratios demonstrated to show exactly how good they perform the businesses because it's um, it's actually the core of uh, of how the operations uh, of the business work there. Like everything that has to do with CAS um, is the core of the operations in CAS-related businesses. No, that's great. Thank you for that explanation of a, of a few of them because as you mentioned we have quite a few in here uh, lots of ratios 30 or 40 i think i think you mentioned pasha i'm curious how these relate to you know we talk a lot about and even previous episodes to be on the data uh, you know our big three statements uh, income statement balance and cash flow uh, how do ratios relate to those if at all to, to answer your question uh, we have um uh, dependency here on on two specific for the majority of these ratios on two specific financial statements and those are uh, the balance sheet and income statements um, and um, uh, you know you know much of this uh, for instance on the on the balance sheet um, uh, as an example um, 
we can categorize um, you know, a lot of these, these ratios under uh, current assets, non-current assets, current liabilities, non-current liabilities, for instance. Um, and um, you know, in the case of the income statement, uh, what we're most interested there, uh, interested there um, uh, with, with, with regards to the income statements are uh, obviously the, the, the income and expenses, but more specifically um, operating expenses. Um, and um, you know things like general revenue and, and cost of goods sold and that sort of thing. Essentially, what the financial ratios achieve um, with respect to the financial statements is that it helps the user um, analyze the statements without necessarily having to look at them directly. So if we take a very simple example of uh, the current ratio, that is current assets divided by current liabilities, then the person doesn't have to look necessarily at these statements and then try to find all the items that comprise the current assets and all the items that comprise the current liabilities and make the division. It's already like a pre, uh, pre-packaged analysis of a very high level um, of, of high level items. And of course, the, the, the mechanism that enables this analysis is uh, the normalization engine that uh, Pasa mentioned. Well, that's great. So it, it would it be a fair kind of high level statement for me to say, based on what you both just talked about, that ratios allow us to get a bit more granular with the information that we see in, in the in the statements that you you referenced? Yeah, I, I would say that, 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 you know, they are the thing that generate actionable insight, actionable insight, not just, uh, you know, not just a number on a on a dashboard. Excellent. And and on that, uh, you know, we have a, a lot of these ratios, which, you know, essentially just equations. So, you know, when we spit out the answer to these equations, what what does that look like? How do we measure that? Is it kind of like a scale of zero to a hundred or how do we look at a ratio as, you know, if I was to look at one and say, oh, that, that looks good. I want to give a green light to whatever insight I was trying to look at to, you know, launch a project or to, you know, um, provide a, a loan or whatever the case use case might be. You know, oftentimes uh, they're actually a well understood um, and, and well defined industry uh, targets. You know, those those thresholds aren't as as um, binary as one might think. What I'm trying to make is that some of these ratios, um, you, you know, you, you know that obviously relative to your liabilities, uh, you want your current assets uh, to, to to be larger. And, and so you want a, a, a larger ratio index here. Uh, but in the case of things like the probability of default, um, well, what is, a, what is a, a decent probability of default ratio? Um, well, that is going to depend on the industry or sector that you happen to be in. It's, it's going to depend on a number of things that, again, um, are, are taken from you know historical uh, track records within each of those those sectors and so on. Um, what is generally understood to be a good score. I actually like the question um, for the reason that it enables us to tell a bit more on why the financial ratios are important. So um, similar to what Pasa mentioned, every ratio um, has a different output. So some ratios might be a dollar value, some ratios might be a percentage. Um, and in order to judge its ratio, you need to have some sort of precedent, whether it is historical data or um, other companies uh, to benchmark against. And 
that's particularly at what Rails is aiming at to provide a data hub for small businesses and have data for these small businesses. So um, maybe a, a few years ago, an FI that wanted to assess a small business and managed to retrieve its financial ratios wouldn't be able to benchmark this race against anything because there wouldn't be any any similar data available. But um, having 100 or 200 similar businesses and being able to benchmark this race against each other uh, makes it more, more, much more easy to uh, distill information from each ratio. So essentially, even if you're looking at one business, it's very beneficial for you to have 100 or 200 similar businesses so you can understand better on how to assess the ratios. How this can help, uh, at least the Rails offering of ratios can help uh, our FI customers. The information that financial ratios provide about the structure of the company. So when an FI um, is trying to make a decision whether to invest in a small business, um, obviously they look at the upside potential, but they're also looking at the downside potential. And that would entail scenario analysis on what can go wrong um, that will actually cost the, the fund of my initial investment. And having those financial ratios available for its company makes you understand and what these scenarios are. So a company, say for example, that's very short in cash, is obviously that will be much more sensitive to uh, problems with, uh, with cash uh, shortages or problems with uh, how they, they collect the cash. And another company that will be much more leveraged in terms of debt will be much more exposed to interest rate changes. So these particular ratios help you understand what scenario analysis do I need to do in order to understand my downside potential as an FI, and as an FI that wants to um, invest in a company. So going one layer deeper on, on that and, and thinking about the SMBs, um, the small, medium businesses, how can... How can this help them? And, and you know, we talked obviously talked about this quite a bit already about the, uh, you know, more uh, maybe short term or day to day um, decision making process for for different areas of the business. But but how can this really benefit those businesses? So we've we've kind of uh, uh, you know have have actually sort of given away the answer to this question uh, in fragments uh, throughout our, our our chat here today, and and we're related. Um, um, again, uh, to the uh, to the lemonade stand later, <laughs> a little later on, I'm sure, um, for uh, for more clarity. But uh, it, it really, the, the the essence of what these ratios can provide to a uh, to a business itself are, um, well, let's, let's put it this way: how, how can you how can we help you do what you do and do it better, so to speak? Right? Um, the um, you know, regardless of of, of what uh, industry or or, or or sector you happen to be in, um, the the ultimate uh, you know goal of, of a given business is 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 meeting the needs um, and and the demands of their um, um, of their their user economy, and um, so so in that sense there's the operational side of things um that um can be can be addressed through through some of these these ratios and there's the financial side of things that can be addressed through this um through the the the, the subset of 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 uh, the uh, ratios that we provide and so from an operational standpoint it's uh, you know you are 
um, at the end of the day, a uh, profit maximizing firm. And so you're, you're essentially wanting to hit um, that sweet spot where you're able to, to maximize profitability um, uh, while at the same time minimizing the costs associated with, with the production of you know, whatever goods and services uh, that, that um, uh, your, your, your business uh, partakes in. Uh, anything you want to add into that one, Greg? I think uh, the last point that Pasa does is one of the most important ones. Uh, companies that seek uh, funding, either through venture capital or through debt, um, it's actually it, it's a tool that helps them uh, show to the FIs the their potential as a business um, and not necessarily from a product standpoint of view. So a lot of startups and small businesses um, will have a lot of activities in order to show how good their product is and how innovative it is. Financial ratios helps them show that regardless of the quality of the product, they know how to run a business. And at the end of the day, that's what will help you um, get your money back as an investor. And that's what will help uh, other investors come in as well. So you might not have the best product out there in the market, but if you know how to run the business, then that's definitely an upside for you. And you can demonstrate that through the financial ratios. Okay, it's that time again. Uh, <laughs> time for the the... The never-ending but very fun, I think, lemonade stand analogy. So, we built this empire, this this lemonade stand empire, with some selling some water as well. Uh, how do we explain this to to this uh, young fella uh, that might uh, might not make this uh, relevant for for him and his growing little empire? Well, I suspect uh, the little fella is uh, wanting to make some money at the end of the day. Um, to uh, uh, to uh, you know uh, eventually be able to afford those uh, those Air Jordans or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> before before I think the you're still buying those, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just, I'm reminiscing about my own childhood. Yeah, I, uh, I get it. I'm with you. I'm yeah. there. <laughs> Um, and you know, and maybe maybe they want to do it before the start of the, the the school year. You think about what is involved in a in a lemonade stand lemonade stand operation, right? You think about um, the ingredients, um, and you know, in this case, lemonade, water, and sugar. Um, well, from the perspective of your user, uh, what you may be concerned with. Um, is how good your lemonade is going to taste to them, how refreshing it's going to be, right? That's the differentiating, uh, that's one of the differentiating um, features of the lemonade that you sell that may separate you from your, your buddy Joe down the street who's, who's making you know, watermelon juice or something, I don't know. Um, and so, you know, you want that lemonade to have the punch, uh, you want that lemonade to leave an impression with your, um, with your customer. And so, so that's on the one hand you have that challenge, uh, and then on the other, uh, you have to think about uh, your your ingredients because that you know you have to every morning you have to go out there and you have to buy a whole bunch of lemons. Uh, you go you know you go out there and buy a bunch of sugar, um, and so you have you know this this formula in mind uh, that is the ratio. <laughs> between uh, <laughs> no uh, pun was definitely intended there. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is the ratio between you know water, sugar, and lemon. Um, 
that is is uh, uh, is tweakable. So you can actually tweak this 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 ratio um, to to deliver the best uh, lemonade drinking experience to your customer, uh, but at the same time minimize the costs associated uh, with with uh, you know having to go out there and buy these lemons uh, from you know the farmers market and and the sugar and everything. So. Um, on the one hand, you know, how do I make as much money as I can um, to put towards my Air Jordans, uh, selling this lemon, you know, this uh, this lemonade drink, um, while minimizing um, my uh, my cost of acquiring lemons in the morning. So, you know, perhaps is you know how how you know few lemons can I put into my lemonade drink? Uh, while getting away with a, a good experience for my customers, uh, while at the same time <laughs> charging the most, <laughs> while making sure that they don't go down the street and drink uh, Joe's uh, watermelon juice. Right. Um, so, so really, I mean, that's that's the uh, the, the crux of it, you know. And to throw a, a wrench uh, into 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 this um, into this balancing problem. Um, your situation might be further complicated um, if uh, you're not totally self-funded. You know, maybe um, you know there's some kiddos out there who who, who broke the the piggy bank and and used all that money to go out to the market and buy their lemons and sugar. Uh, some kiddos um, may have not had enough, uh, you know, toonies in the in the in the piggy bank there, and and you know had had to uh, to borrow some. Some uh, uh, some change from you know uh, Uncle Bob or or the parents or um, or what have you, and so so now you also have an investor in your lemonade stand uh, that uh, that of course you have to appease uh, because your investors also are are, are wanting um, a, uh, a you know a kickback from <laughs> from from the, uh, uh, the 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 help that they're uh, um, providing to you. And uh, so, on the one hand, you have to. So, so on, on the other hand, you also have to take into account um, uh, this this uh, additional um, variable, right, um, into uh, the cost of of making your lemonade and um, instilling confidence in your, you know, in your in your uncle, your parents, that that the next next summer when you're when you're back uh, to to save save up for another pair of shoes. Uh, that they can they can loan you that money, um, that um, you know you can uh, you can go out there with reliability, right? Um, that's uh, one of our financial um, uh, ratio categories. That uh, you can go out there with reliability um, and and make uh, you know lemonade throughout the day and and to actually be able to uh, turn a profit. So this is shift gears a little bit, but just bring it back into our our software, back into the Rails house. How do these ratios appear for someone who's using Rails, whether it be in our dashboard or if they're integrating it directly into their uh, in-house application? How how might these appear to them? So there 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 are in fact two ways uh, the the ratios can can be. Um, um, extracted uh, through our API, 
um, through through our, our financial ratios endpoint, um, as as well as um, available to the user through our dashboard. Now, uh, one is more conducive uh, to uh, being able to actually integrate these ratios uh, into um, other tool sets uh, in with, within your financial institution. The program, you know. To, to, to actually be able to uh, to do that programmatically um, without um, you know that um, that, 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 that human uh, layer uh, so to speak um, and and the other of course um, you know if you're if you're consuming these ratios through the dashboard um, well uh, it's, it's a little bit more anecdotal um, you know a little bit more old school and um, uh, you know, uh, perhaps it's it's a uh, you know small business uh, trying to access uh, and 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 um, essentially measure um, as a snapshot of, of of the of the business's financial health, and so it could it could just you know it could just be a matter of you know let me log in and 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 find out you know just how we're doing this month relative to last month, and so. Uh, May not be as as complex as what a financial institution may have uh, used for these 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 ratios. I would just focus on how it appears on the on the user interface, which is exactly what Pasa mentioned. Is it basically a snapshot of uh, the company's uh, structure or financial status, if you prefer? Um, so it's the financial ratios uh, for a particular time frame, and it appears as a list of these financial ratios. Of course, depending on what data is available for its company. Right, and and also it sounds like it's a bit of a streamlined experience as well. I'm just I'm picturing someone who or an FI, someone working in an FI, for example, or a small business trying to get their uh, ratios figured out, and I'm I'm just picturing some very uh, potentially messy and gross Excel sheets with all these equations plugged into it, and them trying to pull numbers from different places. Whereas with us, if, if the info, as you mentioned, is, is there and then the data is there, then it's say, I'm going to log in and take a look today and see how things are going. Yeah, definitely dashboard experience uh, should be better than an Excel experience at any day, in theory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah, thanks to both of you for joining me here today. Really appreciate your time and looking forward to having you on some future episodes. Thank you very much for having us. Looking forward to future episodes. Another week, another very educational episode. As always, I hope you learned as much as I did this week in episode five, season one, Beyond the Data. And we will see you next week for our last episode of season one. Until then, take care.